God is good. Let's see, see if we're going to work together. It's <laughs> Let's see how it's going to work. <laughs> okay, today is our Thanksgiving service. And I want to talk about gratitude. Do you have a thankful heart? I am asking again. Do you have a thankful heart? Yeah. Yeah. Are you sure? Are you thankful to God? Are you grateful to your friends? Are you grateful for your family? Are you always saying thank you and showing appreciation to people? Do you have a thankful heart? I need to confess one thing to you. Many times looking to the church that I am the pastor, I don't see this grateful heart. This is why I'm giving this message to you. And this message is very serious in, and important. And this message can transform your life. Because what I have seen many people, they are unthankful. Not just unthankful to God, but unthankful to people. And I, before I, before I start in the message, I want to just to give one illustration. Sometimes we are like uh, a little boy who was given one orange by some generous man. And his mom saw that he received a orange, and his mom asked, asked to the boy. What do you have to say to, the, to this generous man that gave you the orange? And the little boy took the orange, gave it to him, and say, says, peel it. Yeah, and sometimes we are like this little boy. As Christians, we need to cultivate the, this virtue of to have a thankful heart. And today's message is, where are the other nine? Where are the other nine? Look to the person next to you and say, where are the other nine? Let's, let's read 
Luke 17. Luke 17, verse 11 to 19. As Jesus continued on toward Jerusalem, he reached the border between Galilee and Samaria. And he entered a village. Uh, he entered that village there. Then ten men with leprosy stood at a distance, crying out. Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. Jesus looked at them and said, Go show yourself to the priest. As they went, they were cleansed of their leprosy. One of them who saw that he was healed came back to Jesus, shouting. Praise God! He fell to the ground at Jesus' feet, thanking him for what he had done. This man was a Samaritan. Jesus asked him, Didn't I heal ten men? Where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And Jesus said to the man, Stand up and go. Your faith has healed you. How did this leper respond to Jesus? Out of ten people who were healed, only one of them went back to Jesus to thank and to praise him. Then Jesus answered to them, were there not ten who were cleansed? But where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give glory to God except this foreigner? And this text speaks a lot into our lives and into our hearts. Because all of us, we have been blessed by God. But where are the other nine? Where are those who have a grateful heart? 
They start to think that it's about nine of them, even though they were healed, but they had no story to tell to others. They drop out of the story altogether. And we never ever re read in the Bible about these nine of lepers that were healed. They came to Jesus and were blessed. And with their blessing, they go out, jump, and say, Hey, I was healed. But they didn't come back to say thank you, Jesus. And they have no story in the Bible. Can you imagine if they had a story about these nine that he returned to Jesus? Can you imagine? They obtained a blessing and they went their way. And this is the message that I want to share with you today. Where are the other nine? Where are the grateful people? Where are those who were helped and blessed? They just take their blessing and disappear. One out of ten lepers were grateful for their blessing from Jesus. But this is a sad picture. Because of all those who have been blessed in the church, have received has received blessing from Jesus. Only few people return to thank Jesus. Or even those who were helped by people here in this church. Many times they go away and disappeared. Unfortunately, ungratefulness is a reality in many people's life. I'm not here complaining because of what I am doing and helping people. No. But how many people come to this church 
with needs. Needs that were met. How many people were blessed? Had door, doors opened. Received their blessings. And they, they did the same the other nine lepers did. We as a church, we are not here helping people to receive applause. We are not here helping people to receive thank you. We are, this is not our goal. Whoever, gratitude is a such make quality of followers of Jesus that all of us should work on it. And we must honor and thank our Lord, but we should also be grateful to those who helped us. Do you agree? Not just only to God, but to people who helped us. I know God changed my life. My life was destroyed and I was lost. And Jesus saved me. But he used my leaders and my pastors. And I have a grateful heart for their lives. I'm always saying thank you for telling me about Jesus. Thank you because you invested in my life. And we have to be thankful to God and also thankful to people who helped us. Let's don't be like the lepers. Because we need to be thankful to God and to be thankful to people that has helped us so many times. Ten were healed, but only one came back. How many were healed? How many came back to thank? If we look at it as a percentage, we could say that only 10% of the people are grateful. And 9% are ungrateful. Spoiled children who always take things for granted. And I want to read a verse, 1 Thessalonians 5, 18.
Let's, let's read all together, please. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Give thanks when the things are okay. Is it right? Give thanks in all circumstances. Because this is God's will. I'm going to ask you again, are you a thankful person? Yeah? Are you a person who always gives thanks for all that you have? Or are you always complaining about the things that you do not have? What kind of person are you? Maybe I don't know, but the people who live around you, they know when you are complaining. Mm -hmm. The person that lives around you, they can see if you are a grateful person or a complainer. Gratitude is a tremendous biblical principle. And also, gratitude is one ordinance, biblical ordinance. If you want to please God and bring God's blessing to your life, you need to renew your mind and you need to change your words. What do you need to do? First, to renew your mind, to change your mind. And second, change your words. What, what are you speaking? What are you saying? Gratitude attracts the blessing of God. But complaints attract curses over your life. I'm going to read a verse that we're going to talk about that. 1 Corinthians 10, 10 and 11. Read with me, please. And don't complain as some of them did. Because they complained, they were killed by the angel that destroys. The things that happened to those people are examples. They were written to be warning for us. We live in the, in the time that all those past histories were pointing to. Não reclame como alguns deles reclamavam, porque eles reclamavam, e por serem reclamados, eles foram mortos pelo anjo que destrói. As coisas que aconteceram com essas pessoas são exemplos. 
In the same way that gratitudes attract the blessings, complaints attract curses over our lives. Gratitude is a heavenly language that attracts the presence of God. Complaining is one evil language that attracts demons. The text that we read talks about the people of Israel. And do you know that people that they were in, in Egypt and they were brought out of Egypt. They, they were, had been freed from Egypt and were passing through the wilderness. Desert. It was their first obstacle, and they started to complain about what they didn't have. And because of their attitude, complaining about what they didn't have, they remained in the desert for 40 years. And the worst, they didn't enter into the promised land. If you don't understand this word, you are going to be in trouble. Because many people, they are not grateful. They are always complaining about something. And because of that people that was freed from, from Egypt, but they died in the desert. And, the, and they could go from Egypt to the promised land in the maximum one month walking. But how long they stayed in the desert or in the wilderness? There are many people living in the wilderness because of this heart always complaining about what they do not have. <laughs> That's why I said in the beginning this message is very important. This message is very serious. Because if you take it very serious and obey it, you're going to change your future. Let's read now John chapter 6, verse 10 and 11. And, and this verse talks about the power of gratitude. Okay? I think uh, 
before we read the verse, I think you know about the story of the multiplication of loaves and fish. Do you know the story? Okay, yeah, that's great. Jesus was teaching a large crowd. And these people were with Jesus since the morning until evening. And they were hungry. They were starving. And then Jesus go to his disciples. What do you have to eat? What do you have to eat? And his, one of his disciples says, Jesus, we have only five bread and two fish. And now we are going to read the verse. Verse 10, 6, 10. John 6, 10. Jesus said, Tell everyone to sit down. This was a place with a lot of grass. And about 5,000 men sat down there. Jesus took the, the loaves of bread and gave thanks for them. What Jesus did? He took the, he took the bread and gave thanks for them. Then he gave them to the people who were waiting to eat. He did the same with the fish. And he gave them as much as they wanted. And you know the story. 5,000 men. Maybe 15,000 people. Because you know, the people, they have a lot of children. And then they had wives, and some of them may be true. And then all that crowd were, were fed by five loaves and two fish. But the point and uh, but the point is what Jesus had was enough for the multitude. Was enough? No. But Jesus didn't complain that there was not enough food. He took the loaves with a heart full of gratitude. And what he did? He gave thanks. He even didn't pray, God multiply this bread. What he did? He gave thanks. And what happened? The multiplication of the bread and the fish. 
Here you see the power of the gratitude into action. What was not enough through gratefulness became more than enough. This is why we always, before we eat, we give thanks to God. It's not because we are religious. This is gratitude. And I challenge all of you, never ever eat without giving thanks to God. When you are grateful to God for what you have, you move God's favor on your behalf. And I, I want to challenge all of you today. Please stop complaining about what you do not have. And thanks to God for what you have. Stop complaining about your job. Stop complaining about your salary. Stop complaining about your church. Stop complaining about your leaders, your brothers and sisters. And give thanks to the Lord for what you have. Because you are attracting curses over your life. Yeah. Thanks to God for what he has given to you. And you are going and you are going to see the hands of God moving and blessing and multiplying of your life. Amen. Amen. Christina spoke in tithes offerings today. Maybe you didn't understand. She said here that to give our tithes and offerings is one act, action of gratitude. Because like uh, when you have gratitude, you recognize you are my God and I'm going to give you back what belongs to you. This is the practical way that we, we say, Lord, I am grateful to you. Let's see another text that talks about the power of this gratitude. John 11, 40 and 41. Let's read all together, please. Then Jesus said to her, Remember what I told you? I said that if you believe, if you believed, you would see God's divine greatness. So they moved the stone away from the entrance. Then Jesus looked up and said, and said, Father, 
I thank you that you heard me. Here in the in the in John chapter 11 talks about the death of Jesus' friend Lazarus. Because his friend was sick, and he, and his sister, La Lazarus' sister, called Jesus, please come, because your friend, our brother, he's sick. And Jesus took a long time to go there. Is Jesus taking a long time to bless you? Huh? Is Jesus taking a long time to bless you? <laughs> Because when Jesus got there, Lazarus was dead. What Jesus did when he faced, faced this situation of death? Again, he didn't pray for Lazarus' resurrection. He, he looked at heaven and said, I thank you, Lord. <laughs> he just thanked God and the miracle happened. I know that there are some circumstances in our life. It's hard to say thank you. Because sometimes you are under pain. Or maybe you, you, you got sick. Or maybe you, lose, you, you lost your job. Or you are broken financially. Or you suffered some losses. And I know it's hard to say thank you. But the point is, you are not saying, oh, thank you, Lord, because uh, that person is dead. No. When you recognize that he is in control and give you him the glory. Even the things are very terrible. You are suffering, but you say, you are my God and I will worship you. Then you are going to do the same my job did. He said, I know my Redeemer lives, and at the end he will raise up in my favor. Amen. 
Do you know that your Redeemer lives? Then does it matter the circumstances that you are in? The worst circumstances in my life was the time that I experienced the greater miracles. I was not saying thank you because the things are so terrible, Lord. No, I was saying, Lord, I trust you. I thank you because you are in the control. You are a powerful God. My redeems lives and, and you are going to move in my life. And I'm going to glorify you. Blessed are those who didn't see but believed. Many, many people are waiting to see. And the Lord is saying to you, first you believe and give it thanks, then you see later. All the miracles that we are reading here in the Bible. Jesus thanked before the miracle. <laughs> this is a great point. I need to confess to you something. I came to this church sometimes in pain. Sometimes I don't say to people that I am in pain. And then I remember one day I had some pains in my back. And people came and, and, and said, Pastor, could you pray for me? And said, what's your, what's your problem? I have back pain. Pray for me then. <laughs> no, no. But what I did, I prayed for those who were sick. And they got healed. And then I started just saying, Lord, I thank you because I am healed. I, I didn't see the miracle in that moment. When I got home, I was 100% healed. Amen. Don't wait to see the miracle. Thanks God first. That's right. <laughs> if you trust him, you have to you, you have to thanks before you see. This is what Jesus said, blessed are those who didn't see but believed. If you have a thankful heart, your, ha your life is going to be upside down. <laughs> Why? Because gratitude attracts the blessing of God. Jesus' gratitude resurrected Lazarus. 
your, gra your gratitude can bring many things back to life as well. Now we are going to look another text that again show the power of gratitude. And we are going to read about the life of Paul and Silas. Uh, Acts 16, 23, and 25 to 26. That says, They were beaten severely and thrown to jail. The officials told to the jailer, Guard them very carefully. About midnight, Paul and Silas were complaining. Is it right? Huh? No? Oh, sorry, it's my, my Bible is wrong. No, I just testing you. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing songs to God. The other prisoners were listening to them. Suddenly, there was one earthquake so strong that it shook the foundation of the jail. All the doors of the jail were opened. And the chains on all the prisoners fell off. Wow. Here you see that Paul and Silas were unjustly imprisoned. He went to prison because they were preaching the gospel. Can you imagine? You preaching the gospel. Then the soldiers come and put you in prison. Spank you. And then put you in prison. Paul and Silas was, was in this circumstance. And they had all the reasons to complain. They could be saying, God, why did you allow that? God, why didn't you protect us? God, why we are suffering unjustly? You want to do anything to save us? When you are going through some circumstance, how do you talk to God? 
Lord, I'm serving you. And why are you allowed that to happen to me, Lord? I am your servant. I give my tithes. I pray. And why are you allowed that? What are people listening from you? Complaints or gratitude? Pay attention. What the prisoners were listening from Paul and Silas? What they were listening? Huh? No, they were listening no complaints. It's so sad, as I told you as your pastor, it's so sad to see how Christians who claim to love God, they are complaining all the time. Here in Ireland, it's so easy to complain. Yeah. I need to confess you one thing. I live in Ireland for near for more than 15 years. And for 15 years in this weather, I had a lot of reasons to complain. <laughs> How many of you have listened me complaining? about the weather. How many of you? Raise up your hand. Fabiana? Fabiana, because she lives with me. She knows. I never, ever complain about the weather. Never, ever. If it, and, there, and many people, they are always complaining. If the weather gets cold, they complain because it's too cold. If, the, if it gets warm, they complain because it's too hot. For, I think, if two months ago, we had a warm and nice weather here. I listened a lot of complaint here in this church. Ah, it's boiling, it's too hot. If you have work, you complain because you are tired. If you don't have job, you complain because you don't have any money. Then, what? God said, do I give job to this, this guy? If I give job, he complains that he's tired. If I don't give job, he complains that he has no money. What do I do? Christian, Christians, please stop complaining. As complaining attracts 
curses and demons into your life. Be grateful for what you have. Be grateful for people around you. And stop complaining. Amen? When you complain, are you going to change any circumstances complaining? Huh? Yes or no? And why you complain? Why don't you give glory to God? Paul and Silas were unjustly put in prison. And because of their gratitude, God caused one earthquake in that prison. And not only both of them were blessed, but all of the prisoners, prisoners were blessed. And even the jailer was converted and born again. Why the, the jailer was born and, and converted? Why? Because of gratitude. Because of gratitude. Amen? We need to repent from this sin of complaining. Why? Because why we have to, to stop complaining? Because if you keep complaining, you're going to stay in your problem for years and years and years and years, and maybe you're going to die in your problem. Because of your ungrateful attitude, you can miss out the best from God. Because that happens with the people that were brought from the Egypt. Where are the other nine? Where are the other nine? Where are the grateful people? Oh, I'd like to to see like this church, ever ever person that enter here says, wow, these people from Shalom, they are thankful people. <laughs> like to see, like to look at you and say, wow, you are so happy. And, and about the weather, why? <laughs> <laughs> It's not about the word, it's about our God. <laughs> if, you, if you know that your God is in control and you give him glory, he's going to change your circumstances. <laughs> Amen. I gave the introduction. And now I'm going to start preaching. <laughs> but the, the problem is this man here. 
He took half of my time. But I have to thanks God. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> no problem. Then stand up. <laughs> Maybe I have to give it to preach next week. I don't know. Let's see. If the Lord guides me, I'm going to keep teaching because I gave just the introduction. <laughs> Amen. But the point is, how is your heart? Are you a grateful person? I know you have been so blessed by God. I know the salary that you have every week compared to the whole world. You are rich. Did you know that? Did you know that? Many people or more the majority of the world they live with less than one dollar a day. For the whole family. You are rich. You are so blessed. Many countries, people cannot meet together as brothers and sisters. Many countries, people, they have to worship the Lord silent. And we have freedom to worship the Lord. And, we've, and even with all this freedom, many people even don't come to church every Sunday. And do you know people don't come to church? Ungrateful heart. Ungrateful heart. I want to challenge you today to develop this grateful heart towards God. The point is you are not going to give thanks for the evil things that are happening in your life. No, you are going to give thanks because you know God is in control. Even if you are in pain, say, Lord, I thank you. I am alive. I can be in this service today even if I have pain. This is how to have a grateful heart. Don't attract curses over your life, please. Stop complaining about things. 
Stop complaining about what you do not have. And start giving thanks for the small things that you have. Please, start giving thanks to the small things. Because when you start giving for the small, for the five loaves and two bread, then the Lord look at you and say, my son is so grateful. I want, I want to give more to him. You open the doors through gratefulness. Amen. Raise up your hands. Start thanking the Lord. Yeah, start thanking him for your life. For what you have. For all the provision. For your job. Your, for your salary. For, for all the blessings. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord, we... Lord, we worship you because you are in, the, in control of our lives. Lord, today we repent from this sin. Lord, we have sinned against you. Lord, forgive the sin of complaining your children's life. Because of the sin, sin of complaining, many are suffering, Lord. Help us to give you thanks in all the circumstances. Forgive the complaining of your people, Lord. Help us to be grateful to you. Help us to be grateful to people around us. Help, help us, Lord, to thank those who had helped us, Lord. Forgive, Lord, our sins, Father. Help us to express gratitude to others. Help us to express gratitude instead of complaining. In the name of Jesus, I pray. And I bless all my brothers and sisters. I bless those who are here and those who are going to listen to us later. And I, and I declare that from today on, we will live a life of gratitude. We will live a life of gratitude. And we will live a, experience a life of miracles. As the result of our gratitude. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Where are the other nine? I want to see where are the other nine? Where are the other nine? I want to see you. Say here I am.
Say, here I am. Here I am. Are you raising up your hands? God saw. God saw. <laughs> okay. God bless you. In Jesus' name and see you next week.